With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, this is with an Ohio podcast for real fans with D and Jake. We are so happy to be joined with by Greg Cross of the North Coast Championships. Uh, we've had Dean and Greg on before, but Greg's here with us. He's going to talk bodybuilding, his career, and also what's coming to Kent State May 27th. So, uh, Greg, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast yet again. Thank you so much for having us. Really enjoy being with you. The North Coast Championship coming May 28th at Kent State University. But, Greg, let's talk about you first. We're going to get to all the great things that you got, you guys got coming for the NPC. Um, but you've been bodybuilding basically your whole life. So you, you asked Santa at the age of 11 for barbells, and just take us through that and why you made the decision to, you know, make bodybuilding not just a career but a lifestyle. Well, to be honest with you, Dee, I was one of those old 10, 11-year-old kids that, when my parents went to the store, you know, to the drugstore, whatever, when most kids were walking over by the comic book, I would go over to the muscle magazines and look through those, and it was just to look at those guys. They just looked bigger than life. And, yeah, I just knew right then and there, and especially when I read that they lifted weights to get that weight, that's what I wanted. So my Christmas list was pretty small that year. The only thing I put on it was, uh, Santa, I want a weightlifting set. And thank God Santa Claus came through for me. Uh, and what's funny, uh, 51 years later, I still have that bar and that weight set, <laughs> even though I don't use it now. It was a big 110-pound set. But <laughs> that's how I got interested, and uh, it just became part of our life. Greg, give folks a little bit about just your personal background. Um, you know, of course, the weights and the sports and, you know, high school, college, but tell folks what you do and, you know, what, besides the bodybuilding. Well, to be honest with you, I was a school teacher. I taught finance and economics for 35 years, and I also coached football. As a matter of fact, I still coach football out here at uh, the school where Michelle, my wife, and I live in North Royalton. Um, my uh, teaching career is over, but um, what myself and my our, our two daughters, Heather and Lauren, we got involved in starting a training business called Generation K. And the way this came about really was every time Michelle and I and the kids, when they were younger, we'd be out somewhere, people would always come. We'd be in restaurants anywhere. They'd come up, they'd even sit down at our table and start asking us training and dieting questions, and they always said, hey, could I hire you to train me? And I'm always like, oh, I don't have time. We don't, you know, I, I don't do that. And eventually, <laughs> the kids and Michelle and I, we all looked at each other and it's like, why don't we start something like that? So we did a couple years ago um, with my daughters. We have an online and also a one-on-one -on -one or group training where we not only work with competitors getting ready for their contest, but we also do people just wanting to get back in shape and even sports-specific where whether they play football, basketball, soccer, whatever it may be. But this has, has really grown over the last couple of years, and, and, and we're very happy. And, and the nice news is I get to do it with um, our, our two daughters. Uh, we have three children, but uh, 
Jamie's still in college, so he's busy doing that. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, wonderful family. And we got to talk about your extended family that helped the North Coast, uh, you know, get put on here coming at May 28th. We also give a, uh, a very uh, salutations uh, to Dean and Monica and, of course, your lovely wife, Michelle. Um, Greg, let's get into your career. Tell us about, you know, what it took to, you know, become a high-level bodybuilder. Um, just to take us through your career a little bit. When you got your pro card, you know, uh, give us an idea of how that process went. And, you know, I joked about how things go now. Even the ins and outs of, like, you know, what magazine you were waiting to get or, you know, you were waiting that by the mailbox, you know. Give us all of that detail of how you became, you know, a professional bodybuilder. Well, to be honest with you, I guess I got a later start than most. Even though I always lifted weights, I never really started competing until my mid-30s. Michelle and I one day, it was just like, hey, (laughs) you always talked about doing it, let's do it. So started out on the local level, uh, eventually worked my way up to the state regional level, which then qualified me when I was placing well, I uh, qualified to compete nationally. Now, the only problem throughout that time, it wasn't a steady um, thing of competing because of the fact I was teaching, I was coaching football, and also trying to raise three children with my wife, and they were all involved in sports. So I... I kind of took the long way around, but always had that dream, Michelle and I did, and um, worked my way up to the national level, kept uh, placing rather well, so kept coming back. And eventually in 2013, I not only won my uh, class, but I also was able to win the overall. And this uh, allowed us to have a dream come true where I received my FDB Pro Card, which uh, was <laughs> a, a dream come true, uh, one of many. So uh, very, very happy for that. Um, to answer your question, I'm just like everybody else. Uh, always looked in the mailbox or my Muscular Development Magazine or my Iron Man throughout the years, and it's, it's always so inspirational to see all that and read all the latest training and, and nutrition. Um, I don't think that that will ever leave me. It always, you know, gets exciting to read and see who's who's doing what. And the good news is over the years, a lot of great people. Um, matter of fact, uh, I was just reminiscing before, uh, back when I was in college with two of my buddies, we brought Arnold Schwarzenegger and Franco Colombo to come in and put on a weightlifting exhibition at the college because we were raising money to get uh, to be able to purchase more weights for the weight room and everything else. So it, it's kind of funny looking through a young man's eyes at how huge Arnold and Franco looked at that time and to be able to kind of live that dream and, uh, you know, be able to compete in bodybuilding. It's, it's really been great. Absolutely, absolutely. So was there anybody else in, in the world of bodybuilding that you, you, I mean, we know like the Mr. Olympia, Lee Haney or Chris Dickerson, you talked about Arnold there. Uh, any any other guys that you said, hey, you know, uh, or was it all these guys you just drew little things from for motivation and just like kind of tried to mirror some of the ways that you saw their careers going? You know what? I, I got to admit, all the pros I've been blessed to talk to and meet with from uh, got to train with Lee Haney one time I mean have talked to uh, got the chance to talk to Dorian quite a bit and, and just guys like my partner Dean Caputo back you know in his heyday competing uh, Steve Davis um, luckily uh, I've always been able to surround myself with, with good people that were very knowledgeable and were goal goal oriented and that's I guess the beautiful part about this lifestyle there's so many great people involved in it that are very positive and, and, and helping push people along and, and everything else. So uh, I, I, I guess I could go on for a half hour telling you all the people I've been lucky enough to meet and spend spend time with because in the old days, Dean and I, we used to bring in four or five pros back when we were putting in the powerhouse uh, 
and they would come in. Our, our kids grew up around all these people. <laughs> they were never intimidated, uh, which I, I guess is very good that they've learned to deal with all different kinds of situations as they grew up because a lot of young kids are very intimidated when they see a big pro bodybuilder and everything. All right. You talk about your family, the professional life, um, and how much you enjoy what you do as far as bodybuilding. But did it ever feel like a job? Was there ever a point where you said, hey, maybe I need to put that on the back burner? Or is it something that you've always just been able to, you know, <laughs> like breathing, like it just was a part of you always? No, D, it's a passion. It's always been a part of me. And I know a lot of people don't know, but February 15th, I tore my pec and two rotator cuffs, so I've had three surgeries since then to repair it, and I have not been able to train since then because of the surgeries where I'm hoping in six weeks they're going to give me the knot that I can start training again with bands and eventually get back because they told me it was like going to be a six-month process. So this poor boy, <laughs> he misses it something fierce, and I can't wait to get back in the gym, and it's never, ever felt like a job. Even at, at contest time when uh, you're running on fumes and everything else, it's just it, it's just a party, and it just feels so good. And I, I guess this was kind of a blessing having a, a muscle tear. I don't know why, but just the fact that it, it makes you appreciate something so much more. I guess that old saying, you don't realize what you had, so it gets taken away from you. Well, I can't wait. Uh, the good news is with getting everybody ready for this contest season, I kind of get the feet off of those guys a little bit. But trust me, I, I'd rather it was me, but I guess that's the next best thing. Absolutely. And we're so happy to be joined by Greg Cross of the North Coast Championship coming up May 28th at Kent State. Uh, it is an MPT qualifying event. And, Greg, well, we you, you talk about some of the interactions you have with young bodybuilders and, you know, even, you know, the Mr. Olympia, uh, the eight-time world champion Lee Haney and things like that. But as you've seen the sport evolve, you know, how have you been able to be successful and manage the business side of it? We know now a little reason why, because of the finance and economics in your background. Uh, uh, but talk about, like, you know, just the advice that you give, like, certain young bodybuilders coming up about how to manage their careers and things like that. And we'll get into how the event ha helps. But just, like, some of the personal advice that you might give someone who is maybe putting their pictures on Instagram or on social media, but they're trying to take it to the next level. You know, I always try to tell them, you always got to go for that dream. But you also have to have not just plan A, plan B, and plan C. So as I try to explain, make sure you get a, a career going also. And this way you always have something to fall back on because there's very few bodybuilders living off of just what they make on the, on the contest circuit and everything else. Uh, a lot of the other guys are personal trainers or have other jobs. Heck, even Arnold and Franco were, were bricklayers when they first came over to this country before they, uh, you know, started hitting more of the big time and everything else. So I, I always try to guide them, and with the main thing, too, is, hey, health always comes first, so make sure you take care of yourself. Uh, you can't burn the candles at both ends where you're going out all night long and trying to get in the gym and train and everything to, you know, set your priorities. And that's why I'm, I'm always glad that I, I kept my teaching career and was able to do that and also compete and also be a, a family man. I mean, I'm a, I'm a husband first, uh, a father second, and a bodybuilder, I don't know, three, four, five down the road there. But I, I think it's important, and once again, go for that dream. But you have to go, you know, 100% in it, but you also got to make sure um, you're taking care of all your personal relationships and everything else also because not everybody makes it to the top, but you should never give up trying. And that's why, you know, I, I, I'm always happy to hear when people come up to me and always go, hey, you know, uh, I'm like an inspiration to them that, you know, even though it took me a while that, you know, at my stage I kept pushing and finally did it. And I'm flattered, but I guess that means I'm older. <laughs> so I don't know if that's good. But uh, the thing of it is, um, 
you know, set your priorities and make sure you got all the bases covered. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, you have not only been bodybuilding, and just give some folks an idea of some of the accomplishments that you've had since, you know, like some of the, the big wins that you're, you're proud of. I know you just recently, um, I saw on the old on the old social media that you, you had a second-place finish, I believe, uh, when you were, you know, before the injury um, in your last competition. But give us an idea of just some of the accolades that you garnered along the way. Well, um and I know you. I know you don't like to brag, Greg, but this we need you to. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go ahead and let folks know. You know. Well, one thing that I, I guess you'll get a chuckle out of, and hopefully a lot of the people will. Uh, Dean's had a very successful body bodybuilding career throughout his life, but uh, when we were putting together our, our accomplishments, because we were putting on a seminar, so we were just trying to get some of them together. Um, I. I had to call Dean up, and I go, Dean, this is one you are never, ever going to win. Uh, I won back when somebody else was running it, the North Coast Masters overall championship. So I told Dean, with us running the North Coast now, I will never allow him in it, so he will never get that title. <laughs> that's, that's one I'm, I'm very proud of that I always throw in his face on that. But, uh, you know, I mean, hey, obviously um, the – the, the biggest one was, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed when I was able to finally win my class on, on different occasions at the Nationals. But back then, you know, they made it where you had to win the overall. And, man, as you know, on that national level, everybody's good to great. So I'm just proud to be able to stand up there with them. Um, luckily, the first year after I won my pro card, uh, Gary Uden had run the, the Masters Pro Division. Uh, I was able to win that in 2014. Uh, I, I won that. And then when I came back to defend my title, went up against another very good class and uh, uh, took a second place uh, to a very good gentleman from Texas and uh, was getting ready to uh, try to compete a little bit in the 212-pound division and also hit the Masters. But uh, when Michelle and I were down in Florida, that's when the old pack decided to take off that day. Uh, so those are a few of the highlights. But, um, you know, once again, every show throughout the years was important uh, just because it was the best I ever looked up to that time. And that's the nice thing about bodybuilding. The competition is always with yourself for you to improve on yourself. Because as I always tell people, hey, when you get up on stage, and I can look over one day, and who knows, Arnold may recreate himself, and I'll be going, oh, crap, <laughs> as good as I look, <laughs> I still have a chance <laughs> on that. So, um, once again, that competition with yourself, and that's why I, I can't wait to get the green light to start training again because I am getting so hungry for next year. It's, uh, I can't wait on that. Now, you talk about being on stage and competing, but you've also judged competitions. Give us an idea, and I know it's very extensive, but just some of the nuances that are important to, you know, bodybuilders or, you know, like the the, the physique and everything that goes into judging a competition and what's so important in that. You know, that's a great question because I never really realized how important everything was until – my wife, Michelle, and I, we started judging, and eventually I became the head judge of the North Ohio District, and it made me realize when I'm sitting at that judge's table, as soon as people come out, you're judging them, every little thing they do, and that really helped me as a competitor also because I, I looked at it in a whole different light because um, just a funny story from the old days. I'll never forget, I was training down at Giacchetti's gym, which was famous for having world-class powerlifters. And I used to train with those guys. And when I was getting ready for a show, um, I looked fantastic as long as I stood next to all those powerlifters. But I didn't realize this. So come show day, I go to uh, pump up in the back room, and I look around and step up on stage, and I realize I was not hard and shredded at all. Uh, according to powerlifters standing next to them, I did. And so that was a very rude awakening 
to realize, hey, you better train around bodybuilders so you know who to compare yourself with. But as a judge, and just with working with people. Now, matter of fact, tonight I uh, was working with a bunch of people getting ready for the Mike Francois contest um, coming up this Saturday down in Columbus. Um, one of the biggest things I always preach to them is, as soon as your foot hits that stage, you're being judged. So you don't ever want to show a pose that isn't flattering to you. And that front relaxed pose, especially talking about bodybuilding right now, they're, they're looking at you in that pose for over 50% of the time. And you better have that pose down pat. And you better make sure when you, when you turn into your, your different mandatory poses that you hit them just perfect. Because uh, a lot of people are great training-wise and even dieting-wise, but when it comes to stage presence, they never practice it enough to make themselves uh, show at their best. And, and just things like, you know, your coloring, the type of suit you wear, and, and this goes, you know, for all of it because you may have a favorite color, but it's not flattering to your coloring that you have on stage. Um, and, and all this stuff we, we try to not only incorporate when I am competing or, or my daughter Heather, but with all the athletes we work with. Because, um, once again, uh, another key thing that I've learned is always pose from the ground up. You know, most of us, which you know this, every time we go out and walk in a restaurant or a bar, we, we puff ourselves up a little bit just to make sure everybody doesn't want to mess with us and we could go sit down and have our, have our fun. Well, <laughs> nobody's used to flexing their legs. And this is why, you know, we always stress with our clients, you know, you pose from the ground up, flexing your legs, and then you know, making sure your upper body, which is obviously a lot easier to control. But all this stuff has really, really helped in um, helping my bodybuilding career, but helping the people that, you know, we also work with. And one side note, since my wife was a judge, when I'm getting ready for a competition, uh, trust me, <laughs> she lets me know if uh, I'm in shape or if I'm holding the pose correctly or not, which has been a, uh, a great thing because that, that sure gets me in step every day that I know she's watching me to make sure, you know, I hit everything just perfectly and hopefully I'm dialing it in straight. But uh, I, I think that's something everybody should do. Sit down and see what the judges look at because, as I always tell people, your buddies, your wife, your husband, they're always going to tell you you look great because they love you. But when you step on stage, you're getting judged by seven strangers to tell you what they think. One of the questions we always ask, you know, as bodybuilders or uh, fitness uh, competitors that come on the podcast is, you know, what was the feedback you got from the last judge you had, and, you know, how did you incorporate that into moving on, even if it was prejudging to, you know, uh, that final event that you were doing at that, uh, you know, competition. Um so, yeah, you're, uh, that's amazing stuff that you're giving away for free there from Generation K. Um, <laughs> one follow-up question real quick, Greg. Uh, how much is the fluidity through the poses and your personality with a smile and, you know, showing that you're enjoying being out on stage? How how big is that into it as well? Because sometimes you see somebody, they've done all the work, you know, in and out of the gym, but they just don't have the personality or they can't turn it on you know, when they get on stage. I hear when we when we talk to folks and, you know, like everybody feels that, and you, you know, of course, better than anyone, they feel that energy and something just takes over you when you hit the stage. But some folks, and I've heard this from posing coaches and trainers, that some folks just don't have it and they kind of, you know, get stage fright or whatever. Um, you know, how, how, how important is that personality and just showing that you're enjoying competing? You know, that's a, another great question. <clears throat> and I would say that's very important because, Matter of fact, with, with some of the – I happen to be working with gentlemen tonight. Um, one of the gentlemen has a very good physique, but he was keeping his arms in close and everything else, and it's just like almost that wilting wallflower that, you know, when people – I don't want to say feel intimidated, but they don't feel comfortable where they, they kind of shrink themselves down a little bit not to get noticed. And hey, the bad news is about bodybuilding, physique, bikini, whatever, hey, you want to 
show your personality. You want to open yourself up, uh, especially in bodybuilding. Hey, spread those lats, you know, uh, uh, flex those biceps wide, whatever it is, and, and smile and look like you're enjoying yourself. I, I, I know your energy level's low and everything else, and it, it, it's tough and you know, all the muscles are straining, but if you practice that, it becomes so easy. Um, matter of fact, I used to, uh, and, and I'm, I'm not joking when I said this, with teaching, I'd always have a dress shirt to tie on. I could stand in front of my class in the front relaxed pose, and I could teach for five minutes, and my kids would never even know I'm, I'm flexing and everything else just because I had it down so pat that I could stand it. But that took me a long time to keep, you know, practice and everything else. I don't, I don't recommend that for other school teachers, but <laughs> I'm just saying um, it became so natural. And even, I mean, people, when we're working with them how to pose and everything, they always look at me and go, man, you do that so easy. And I'm thinking like, hey, this took many years of practice because I was just like you guys. I felt clumsy, you know, and everything else. And now, you know, I, I tell them to tell me what poses they want to do and I'll even put it to a routine where I'll move and do all that. And they're like, how'd you do that? It's just, you know, to get through, it's almost like dance, but with stopping the flex in between. I, I, you know, I always explain to people, you know, hold that pose and make sure everything jumps out. Some people like to, you know, dance through the whole routine where they really don't stop and hold their poses. But once again, this goes with feeling confident and, and showing your personality. And not everybody, you know, is a dancer. I'm not really a dancer, but I believe in, like, trying to move smoothly and with some grace, even though we're a little bit bigger and bulkier. But um, it, it's so important to practice. And a lot of people make the mistake of not practicing until the last two or three weeks. And, you know, with our clients, hey, we have them practicing uh, 10 weeks out, and this is all part of their you know, their training and everything else, and even in between sets, you know, practicing those posing and be able to do it with a smile and not be shaky and, and everything else. But that was that was a very good question because that, that is so important. And sometimes when I was judging, we would almost want to go up on stage and just say, smile, relax, show what you have, but you can't do that as a judge. But after the show, we would always make sure to go talk to that person and just try to explain to them, hey, you know, you really have a nice physique, but you got to learn how to show it. Absolutely, and you, you talk about the energy. The energy's coming to Kent State University, May 28th, the North Coast Championship. Uh, let's get to it, Greg. Dean and yourself, you started out with the Powerhouse Classic, which now has grown into the North Coast Championship, the NPC qualifier. Uh, just explain briefly again to folks how this event helps not only amateurs, but those who want to be pros, um, you know, Get into the business of bodybuilding. Um, when when Dean and I brought back to North Coast, we decided because in the old days with the powerhouse, we used to bring four or five pro guest posers in, and they were always the main focus with all the competitors, you know, being a part of that. Well, when Dean and I brought it back to North Coast, we decided we are going to make the amateur athlete the main focal point and the star of this event. And that's why if you even look at our posters, you'll, you'll see where it says North Coast Championships, there's a star there. Because we want to put all the attention and all the energy into these athletes because they've worked so hard and everything else and they deserve their time uh, in the spotlight. So what we try to do is make it a, a very... Um, pleasing and, and fun experience for them. But once again, it's an athletic competition, and I mean, hey, that's what we, we put up there on the stage. But we, we, we try to gear it all towards them. And with our show, with it being a national qualifier against a lot of good competition, the athletes, if they're able to get their national qualifier on the, in the different divisions, they then can move up to the next level, which is to compete on the national level. When they finally do make it to the national level, this is where they can compete for their IFBB Pro Card. And that's, you know, most people's goals, and that's a great goal to have. And that's why Dean and I are 
are so happy to do it. But uh, along the way, we try to help them and, and push them along and, and get them exposure. And just give folks an idea, the hotel has already been sold out, so you guys got to go to a second hotel. Um, yeah. The the NPC has the 5K run, the car show. Um, it, it, it's it's not just the bodybuilding, the men's and women's physique, the bikini. It's also, and, and I'm not going to get too excited, but you got you got over the top this year too. Just give people an idea of like how many people come and how it's just being embraced by uh, not only Kent State University but the community there in Portage County. Well, I'll tell you what, Kent State University has been super to us over these last couple years, and uh, Dean, Monica, Michelle, and I, you know, we even belong to the Chamber of Commerce, so we get involved in a lot of things for the city, and they've been very supportive with us, so it's been a win-win situation for us. Um, With this year's um, North Coast Championships, we are um, bringing back our 5K run, uh, but this time Hermes has taken it over there. They run races nationally all over the country. So we went with a, a much bigger name, and we're really trying to build this up. Uh, with the car show, we brought in three new people to, to run our car show this year, which has really taken off with uh, Frank, Jimmy, and Jamie. Uh, yeah, your son did a great job last year, so because he helped me get my way around it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's why <laughs> the North Coast is a family affair. Dean's uh, two children um, help out a lot, as along with our three children, and that's been the way it's always been, even when we had the powerhouse. Um, this year, we we added arm wrestling, and Dean and I uh, were looking around to add a new event, and then when we found out that arm wrestling is a super big sport in the Midwest, we went and started talking to uh, the USAA, the United States Arm Wrestling Association. Uh, This is the association that puts on the arm wrestling down to Arnold's Classic in Columbus. So we uh, hooked up with them. They are coming in to put on the event for us, and this will be going on right in the MAC Center. They have made our show a qualifier for the Arnold's Classic for next March. So whoever comes to compete in the arm wrestling, if they qualify by where they place, they will have an invitation to Arnold's Classic down in uh, Columbus. So we were so thrilled to be able to get on board uh, with these people and and bring them in, and uh, we're excited to see where that takes off to. Oh wow! So you yeah, you got you got guys that literally can take it to the next level in arm wrestling as well. That's awesome. That's awesome yep. stuff. That's awesome stuff. All right, we know you guys have added some new sponsors. Um, give us an idea. So and, and thank some of the sponsors that have been with you guys since the beginning. But give us some idea of the new sponsors that you guys have added as well. Oh, <laughs> I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot of folks too. So I, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot and you miss somebody. So I don't want to. We oh, can skip that one if you want to. Yeah. No, no, no. What I, what I, I definitely would like to thank uh, Montrose. Uh, they've been super with us uh, over the years. Um, they've been a, a big backer on us. Um, Fitline, um, and uh, we've picked up. Well, matter of fact, just about everybody came back from last year. I, I think we lost one company that uh, could not come back, but um, everybody else has really uh, stepped up and they wanted to be a part of it, so we're, we're very happy with with that, but um, oh, let me see, Species, which everybody knows those guys, uh, oh, I know somebody knew that, this may be a name out of the past for you, uh, John Perillo. Uh, from down in Cincinnati. Perillo's been around a long time with his supplement um, company, so we're very happy to to have uh, him join us. Uh, We have Elite Health and Wellness, our our chiropractic. Um, UXL and Powerhouse Gyms, uh, they both have been big parts. A lot of the athletes from there are coming to compete. Uh, Oh, we'd also like to thank um, Iron Demon, and, and natural sport, 
and Generation K, obviously. Um, <laughs> and I, I could, oh, Europa, as a matter of fact, Europa went way beyond the call of duty to help us putting together, uh, we, we call it the, the goodie bags for the, um, for the athletes. Um, they really stepped up to the plate. And another big sponsor of ours, Skin Deep, um, he's always, Joe's always coming through for us, which is very nice. But I, I would end up rattling off about 40 more people, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there because I don't want it to turn into a commercial on that. No, 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 no question. But you've got to thank those folks because they help you guys put on this great event. And the great event is Memorial Day weekend at Kent State, uh, Kent, Ohio, May 28th, the North Coast Championship. We're so happy to be joined by Greg Cross, uh, one of the co-promoters of the event. Uh, Greg, tell us also, uh, you guys do certain things for the winners and the standouts, but you, you just mentioned that everybody gets a goodie bag. Just just give an idea to folks who maybe somebody is, you know, living under a rock and that they can't lift and have not found out about the North Coast Championship. Just give an idea of what they could expect if they came to the event. Well, we, we started off, you know, right in the morning with the pre-judging, um, for the for the bodybuilding competition, and we also have the 5K race going on in the morning. That's that's run around Kent State University. Uh, once the prejudging uh, is going for a couple hours, the arm wrestling is going to start in the back of the Mac Center. So if and then the car show will start another half hour after that. So if you're looking for something to experience a lot of different things that are all good and healthy and, and fun, um, we, we bring that into the whole day. Um, the arm wrestling championships will, will happen uh, later in the afternoon, and then we bring everybody back to the night show where the, uh, the competition and uh, entertainment part of uh, the North Coast championships take place. I think one of the things that you, you, you mentioned, but how Kent State is just such a perfect uh, fit for the event, you know, you got the car show in the parking lot. You can walk over to the Mac Center, come back and forth as you want to. As you said, the different events are going off, you know, almost simultaneously or staggered. So it's not like you're going to be driving. You can park and then enjoy everything almost um, in the whole day and and really not, you know, I mean, you get a nice little walkabout, but it, it's just very, very easy uh, to maneuver from event to event. You know, it is, and, and the good news, too, is um, it's free parking. <laughs> we we worked it out with Kent State so that nothing, um, you know, there's no charge on that, and, and once again, we, we try to make it a, a super fun day. And one of the things um, you had mentioned about with our athletes, um, the overall winners from the North Coast, and like I said, we try to make them the stars. Um, just for the your listeners, some of the things we do, they are in all our promotions. They are the athletes that are on our big posters that we post at all the different gyms around the area. Um, they are on our, our flyers that we pass out to all the athletes. Uh, they're in our TV commercials that will be running in the next two weeks. Um, they're in um, our, our video promotions that we do, all of our social media with Facebook and all those different things. Um, and the people that are coming to the North Coast of Night Show, don't be late because uh, our opening that starts at 6 o'clock, uh, you will see what our overall winners were involved in and everything else. And we also, with the different things we do in the uh, in the community, our athletes come. We actually uh, purchase uh, their 8x10s, and we have them sit there and autograph their pictures to pass out, just like the pros do at the Arnold Classic and everything else. Um, so we really try to, once again, go back to, you know, making them feel like stars and to help promote them and so they could take this in whatever direction they would like to. Yeah, awesome stuff, year. awesome stuff. Um, yeah, the the doors open at five, so people need to get in there early. The, t the prejudging yeah. tickets, prejudging is at nine a.m., but the evening show is at six p.m. Uh, and the tickets are also a very affordable cost. Well, along with the free parking, I don't know if it gets any better. Fifteen dollars for prejudging, twenty-five dollars for the evening show. Um, 
But if they are a competitor, this is the favorite thing I liked about it last year, for competitors, amateurs, folks that want to compete, what do they do, Greg? How long is there a deadline that they have to meet, Greg, or you know, if they want to compete in the North Coast, what, what do they need to do? Um, they can go online to get an application at our, our website, www.northcoastchampionships.com, and they can pull an application right off of there. They can uh, call Gene or I, and we will rush them out an application if they can't get it that way. Um, they can sign up all the way till check-in on Friday, May 27th. Wow. And by the way, speaking of May 27th, you'll be the first to know. Uh, Kenny Crumpton, that, that runs the morning. Uh, oh, yeah. Kicking it with Kenny. Kenny kicking it with Kenny on Channel 8, Fox 8. Yep. Well, Kenny is coming out to Kent State Friday morning to do an interview with us from the North Coast and also our overall winners that could make it. They're coming in to get their TV time and exposure, which once again I go back to where Gene and I really try to, you know, push our athletes and get them all the ink and, you know, uh, TV time they can get. And uh, we, we, we are very honored to have Kenny come out on Friday morning uh, to do that for us. And he's he's really excited, looking forward to it. So that's that's something not many people know about yet. So you're the first one that we're we're letting it out of the bag. Well, we always like the exclusive information here at Wichita, Ohio Bias, Greg. Um, I, I I can't say enough how great of an event. I didn't get to stay last year for the um, full event, but just the way that it's set up and how easy it is once again to maneuver is just amazing. And I think the biggest thing is that. What you just said, that's why I always say, wow, and I thought that was interesting. Anybody that wants to compete, you have the collegiate, you know, competition, uh, so the Kent Staters and the Akron Zips can, you know, settle that settle that rivalry, <laughs> you know, on the stage. Um, but it's open to all colleges. I just think that folks can just – the ability to be able to sign up all the way up until Friday morning is just awesome. Yeah, because, you know, once again, we realize that people have, have jobs and other commitments, so we try to make it, once again, as competitor-friendly as possible. And this is why, you know, we allow that to happen. We have check-in from 5 to 8 on Friday, May 27th, and once again, they can come in and register, you know, any time up till then. And then also, too, you guys do a little celebration afterwards at the Water Street Tavern, um, one of my favorite watering holes, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to them as well, um, where the North Coast Championship uh, toasts to all the winners and all those that compete. Uh, everybody is celebrated there. Yes. I mean, Mike's, Mike's been super for us in that. We really appreciate his support. And once again, you know, that's the beautiful part about with, with the bodybuilding and everything that we're involved with that, you know, everybody gets together to help celebrate the winners and, and even the people, you know, even if you didn't walk away with the first place trophy, you're still a winner because you got yourself in the best shape to stand up there with everybody else. And that's, you know, that's what's so nice to go out and then and celebrate and have a good time and, and be around everybody. Absolutely. So make sure you go to northcoastchampionships.com. We will have all the information at WhippingOhioBias.com. The links, uh, you'll be seeing it on Twitter, Facebook. We'll link to all the information for the North Coast Championship. But if you want to compete, you've got to make sure you get to NorthCoastChampionship.com so you can make sure you get the information. And, Greg, we once again, we, we thank you, the Caputo family, the Cross family. Everything that you're doing here um, just is really, really awesome, and it's a great event that you're doing here in Ohio and the fact that you keep it here in Ohio. So uh, we appreciate it. We Thank you for coming on the podcast. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate being on. And uh, anything we can do for you, please let us know. Oh, man, you've done enough right here just getting this great information out and letting us share what you guys do at the NPC, the North Coast Championship. So thank you so much. Thank you. Anything else you want to get in there? Are you feel good about that? You know what? I, I thank you. You, you know, you asked a lot of good questions, and what I just want to tell you too before you hang up, I I hope you can make it this year and be our guest. 
I, I'm trying, but I might do something special if I can't make it there. So, and I'll, I'll be in contact with you about that. I just gotta, I, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta link to a friend of mine. Um, I really gotta get this guy scheduled. So, because I, I got an idea for something that I would like to do. It's just like a, it, it'd be good for the podcast. It'd be good for the event. Just, it's almost kind of like a mini, mini documentary, um, just about okay. what you guys are doing. Um, and it wouldn't take too much time from you guys right now because we could always do the interviews with you guys later at a later date. But just like with some of the winners and people that are coming in and out of there, but if I can get this guy, that it's it's like my best friend, but the guy just acts like he's always got so much going on. He's a he's a he's in like CSU film school, but I think it would just be a good event that we both could like something we could both work on. So um, wow, no, that would be hey, gee, you know we we appreciate everything you've done for us and anything we could help you with and. To help promote this, we we really appreciate it, and then to help you out because uh, hey, we're all in this together. And, and absolutely, uh, absolutely. About it, and, and, and that's what makes it fun. And once again, hey, when you sent me that email saying you wanted to, I I, I was thrilled because uh, it, it's nice having you be a part of this, and I know you have a passion for it also because uh, that's the nice part about it. Because that's just like when I was up at the gym the night. I know a lot of times my show goes. Uh, you know, you, you got to run up there again, and, and I mean, she understands, but it's just like, yeah, all these guys, they want, you know, they're competing this this Saturday, so they got to get get their butts in, you know, perfect shape, posing, and all that other jazz like that. But uh, it's just nice living off of their all their excitement because everybody's excited with the contest season. I do got two. I got two other questions. This is not for the podcast, but it's just it's just something I was doing in what's this guy's name? Um, do you remember the Arnold, the guy that tested positive, who was almost about to win? It's like 1980. He's a big name. What?
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.